0: This is Cinema Architects, where three future architects sit down and design an awesome movie plot.
1: Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And uh, it's season two. Hey! Welcome, welcome. Are, are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready to podcast it up?
2: I, I am as ready as I'll ever be. All right. Am I starting this then?
1: Yeah, Nay, Why don't you start us off? You're the one with the idea today after all.
2: Okay. So I was setting this up to the fine gentleman in this room as something more of a tight-knit, close-quarters thriller, something that might be set in a quarantine camp or tent out in the middle of who knows where we Will decide it. probably Nebraska, probably Nebraska. Probably nothing good there happens in Nebraska. Literally nothing there.
0: Really tight. So and this is
1: coming from somebody <laughs> from North Dakota. That's right. There's more going on. <laughs> Fuck you, Nebraska. <laughs> um, North Dakota, the the picture of life and vivacity. <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, for sure, for <laughs> sure, for sure. You bet. You betcha. Come
1: on out here. It's lots of fun. <laughs> we have a movie made after of us. Don't you know?
2: <laughs> But uh, I was thinking more along the lines of something like the sci-fi thriller uh, Children of Men, which I believe is a 2003 film starring Clive Owen, uh, which kind of changes humanity through a disease and that people no longer give birth. And so I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. Let's, uh, Let's riff the heck out of it and see if we can come up with something a little bit more, you know, our style, I guess. So my premise for this whole thing is an isolated camp government sanctioned out in the middle of again probably nebraska because it's close enough to nowhere
1: nebraska
2: (laughs) and i thought it'd be really interesting (laughs) if we could if we could have it kind of internment camp feeling and the government has sanctioned it because there's a bunch of really really elderly people there who have stopped dying oh that's what you went with really no one is dying
1: My, um,
2: interesting.
1: My thought, because you proposed the disease idea, so I think we all were like, what's the thing that's going to alter the human experience? Yes. Mine was kind of in the opposite direction, um, in that basically it's an epidemic that, uh, halves the human lifespan. Oh,
2: so they die at like age 30 or something?
1: Yeah, basically. And, uh, it's only like recently that, Like it seems like it's trending to be worse. Like maybe it's five eighths, and then it'll be three quarters. Like you know, you get less and less. You get
2: born and then you die, kind of thing.
1: Yeah, but like it's not, it's not anywhere that drastic yet. But it's like, oh, it's getting worse. Get these people out here so we can maybe study a control group because, as far as we know, these people aren't infected. Interesting
0: that you guys both went with age. I guess I didn't really pinpoint down a specific disease. I just didn't think that they knew what was going on. Oh, I thought that they were kind of, and it's not like coughing, like dying, but they knew something was wrong with
2: them. Sure. And they just didn't know. I went along the lines of kind of a, a fun social commentary on how we treat the elderly and aging in the, and specifically this country, at least kind of setting up nursing homes and things like that. Oh. And kind of a fun little commentary on it all in that, you know, this guy, maybe he's this new guard that's going out, our protagonist. Uh, I wanted the guard to be the main central focus because he's our view from this world perspective. He wouldn't be, you know, one of the people who like, oh, this is normal. I'm just not dying, you know. Um, uh, And so that would be his perspective. And maybe he's like just getting sent out there and he's being briefed on it. And he's like, this is heavily classified, top secret, obviously. But, you know, um, we've quarantined all, all these people off because we're not entirely sure what to do with them. The government doesn't want this to get out to anybody. But you know, there may be a real opportunity here to use these people to cure diseases, or maybe maybe we can, you know, find a way to to utilize this as something good for all of society. Interesting. And I thought, like, maybe as he's going out there, he's like, you know, but don't let that fool you. These people are, are, are very dangerous. Like, they're old, but, like, they're still able to walk around. Like, they haven't g- degenerated. They're just simply old. They've just been around for a long time. So
0: do you picture them as actual old people or do you picture them as like in their, like they look like they're in their 20s and 30s? No, I don't picture
2: like Edward Cullen vampire. I've been alive for 300 years. Oh, I look perfect. No, I, I picture... I would to date a high
1: schooler. That sounds really good to me. I picture them like I'm a thousand years old. Pretty much. Yeah. It's like, that's I
2: weird. Um, so I, I pictured them like really deep and wrinkly. But with no arthritis, no degenerative brain things, like they're not, you know, wandering the halls and talking themselves like they're fully functional. They're Mm, just ninja grandmas, incredibly old. I mean, not that they're not that they're fast and not that they're super strong, but they're they're
0: they're average. But isn't part of the degeneration process like your body is also going through that? So the wrinkles, just the skin
2: tissue and the fact that it's folded and creased for many times. Interesting. but, But the heart muscles and the internal organs are fine completely fine completely fine the only thing that has shown any sign is you know and that's why he'd be like don't let them fool you like they're all gonna look really old and like this sweet but this is not a nursing home like these people like they don't they're not going to age they're not going to die they just they wait you know they're completely different from you and me and i thought i even toyed with the idea maybe like in every scene you see them they don't breathe because they don't have to breathe they just like at all at all interesting
0: that could be cool see i was thinking the protagonist would be a scientist but that goes along with the fact that uh, what you're saying is they're still trying because the scientist is trying to figure out what is happening Mm -hmm. and researching and trying to figure and telling basically uh, the idea behind the scientist is like i want these people out of here oh yeah and i want well and i was thinking the scientist also had this disease so it's basically they, also they are also want fighting to, for the. They yeah. also want to get out. I played of with there. that
2: idea of how contagious is this, right? Mm. And I also played with the idea of like the guy being like, "You realize what this means? Like, we cannot, we cannot let this disease break out. Like, do you have any idea what population would do if nobody died anymore? Mm. Do you know what this mm. planet would look like? We cannot have this getting out anywhere. Mm-hmm. And also toying with the idea of like, obviously, I mean, matter can can be. I mean, not destroyed, but you can change it to a very inert state. I mean, if you burn something, like the wolf man, only thing can kill him is silver. But if I lit him on fire and he was literally a pile of ashes, I mean, minus the whole Steven Spielberg special effect where the ashes grow back into a thing, which I <laughs> yeah. would not go with. But I just, I wanted Lame. it to be literally, as long as there was no outside force, these beings would continue to to live forever. Mm.
0: Interesting. Okay.
2: Although obviously... Like some a lobster. Th- yeah. Although <laughs> like some, lobster. some things might not... Like like burning them to complete ashes would work. Probably um, putting a bullet into either their, their brain or their heart would maybe work. But maybe poison doesn't kill them. Maybe they could drink a whole bottle of like mercury and it has no effect on them. That would
0: be a cool scene too where the scientist and maybe the guard too... See, I like the idea that they're two different people. I like that the scientist and the guard is—and the scientist is one of them. Definitely. And I think it would be interesting because they both want the same thing, but they
2: also have different ideas about who these people are. Well, they have different objectives. The guard's objective is just, these people cannot escape, I will not let anything out, and I will keep order here. Whereas the the scientist is like, I need to figure out what is going on, and I need to fix it. The guard's not concerned with fixing it. He's just concerned with containing it. Mm. Okay. But But he he
0: also knows that this could be good—
2: Yes, and we we play with that idea of him having to take a more active role rather than just a passive guard standing watch and making sure it doesn't happen. Right. Obviously, the scientists are supposed to make these decisions, but maybe he reaches a point where he has to thematically. I mean, I think that he's still the leader
0: of the camp. Well, that sounds bad, but yeah, he's the leader of the camp and he's like, he's still in charge of everything. The scientist still has to report to him.
1: Yes. Definitely. Now, it sounds like we've got some real good protagonists and everything, and you guys have taken it in a good direction for that, and I don't want to mess with it, but there is some stuff from, uh, from the stuff that I formulated that I would like to inject into sure. it. Sure, yes. Um, and initially, these characters were going to be the protagonists in my vision of it, but I think it would be interesting if they uh, played a different part, because I'll say initially I thought this would be kind of more of an ensemble thing. When you said, <laughs> when you said tent, I thought, you know, four stakes and a couple poles. Oh, and- <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Well, yeah.
0: I thought that too, right. eventually. But, and yeah.
1: so there's like, you know, I was thinking, ah, it's a, it'll be a small ensemble cast and it'll be four people or something. Sure, sure. And I had, and revolved around this kind of idea of the, this brother and sister and like, they were major characters and like, it would focus a lot on them. But I think it would be interesting if the main antagonists of this were a pair, like a maybe twins or something, a a brother and sister. Yeah. And they're, you know, pseudo old people and they want to get out real bad. Yeah. Like real bad. And like, they've got some MacGuffin that they want to go out and get, um, that's out of the quarantine area and they don't care if something spreads or not. Um, and I think it'd be good if those two, like having, you know, a lot of passion and being very motivated yeah, will be good antagonists for this film. Like if they're just like, okay, we got to control this, and garden scientists are doing their job, and these two, with their creepy little relationship. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) They're going to get out. It's like... It'll be like that Folgers uh, coffee uh, Christmas commercial, like, levels of creepy, like, almost incest vibes with them. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No, that
2: Folgers commercial. <laughs> yeah. oh, You're my Christmas gift no. this year. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh not Lannister God. level, but Folgers coffee commercial sure, level. <laughs> sure. did SNL
0: do a skit on that? Yeah, I think so, they <laughs> yeah. Did. They definitely did. <laughs> we love each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Woof. No, that
2: sounds like a good idea. And I think the MacGuffin for those people would literally just be seeking freedom because they find themselves in dire straits of, I've done nothing wrong. We have not harmed anyone. We've not stolen anything. We've broken no law. Like... There's no
1: law in the state of Nebraska that says
2: a brother and a sister. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, uh, do you explicitly say that they're incestual? Okay, I was going to say, like, implicitly, like, I guess they haven't done anything that we know of. (laughs)
1: That's all I want is just, like, a real strong connotation Oh, sure,
2: no, like, they're always together, and they're always holding hands, and they're always whispering into each other's ears. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I think what could be really cool is the relationship
0: between them and the scientist and and the guard i mean i think maybe these twins are like the pseudo leaders of the patients sure Mm. and the scientist is kind of like he she works with that or no let's not make them leaders let's not make them leaders they're just two people that are in there that just really really want to get out and they're very smart so we know that they can but the scientist is there being like hey I know you want to get out. I want to get out, too. But the thing is, is, like, we need to figure out what is going on with us. And we are very, like, this is very contagious. Yeah. And we cannot do this this way. And the guard's basically like, no, you're not getting out. Like, this is, there's no way in hell that you're getting out. Oh, no kidding.
2: There's just, there's push and pull in there.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: Because the guard realizes, he's like, right now you're an anomaly and, you know, the majority of people on earth will pass away and will die. And so we can deal with you as we see fit. But the moment that this is a a worldwide epidemic, I mean, you can't just go around and and murder people eventually. I mean, right. it kind of plays with the whole euthanasia idea. Mm. Right. Because now it's, it's forced euthanasia, but at the same time, if you don't euthanize them they literally will never die right and not that they'll be in pain and not that they
1: wish to die
2: it's just that they they won't they simply right. won't
1: right unless there's a government-sponsored evil evil presents daredevil competition <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> right it's funny so i think moving forward we need to figure out how this camp tent whatever looks welcome to design corner everyone oh my God. we're here that's again good. we're here again that's good that's very good thank you thank <laughs> you uh so we need to figure out what this area looks like so what my idea right away was when you said tent was a geodesic dome Ooh, with fun. uh a bunch of like for those and, of
1: you uh, who don't oh, know sorry. what a geodesic yes. <laughs> dome is, uh, it's a series of triangles that make a dome think Epcot Center. Yes. <laughs> Love Epcot. That's a little uh, architecture insider information. <laughs> there for you uh, go. There.
0: Look up Buckminster Fuller. He's great. Or Epcot. Good old Bucky Fulls. Bucky Fulls is
1: real good. Bucky Fulls <laughs> sauce. Good old Buck.
0: That's <laughs> funny. So that's what I was thinking right away with a bunch of computers around and a bunch of technology. But now it kind of seems like it's more of a camp and not just a tent. And maybe it's a camp full of geodesic domes.
2: I I was thinking it could be like a camp, uh, could be a camp site, a camp area, camp ground, maybe you want to call it. But a base in which the big central, the research dome is is the dome. And then the rest of them are kind of more militaristic style tents a la MASH, like a mobile huh, okay. uh, army I was,
1: surgical hospital. I was thinking like just in terms of pure aesthetics, like the geodesic dome fits into this too. But like the whole movie in my head is just happening in this environment where it's all steel or aluminum and like translucent white canvas or something Mm. you know what i mean like a very sterile looking. i was
2: thinking that would be the dome and then as you pull out to a wide shot especially at night there'd be this beautifully white lit dome and then there'd be this decaying green grass around it kind of symbolizing how the white is this pure thing and everything else is aging and and organic outside of that, because mm, nature goes that. through phases of age. The leaves fall, you know, it, it turns brown, right? And then you have this dome, which is made of plastic and will never change and, and it will be- theoretically uh, last forever. I like, uh, I like that. So. Is
0: this a metaphor. thesis project? <laughs> it is not yet a thesis project. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> I like that metaphor. I all, but then you were talking about how this could be a. Uh, Commentary on our aging population, correct, and the places that they live in, correct, these nursing homes. So
2: they would have they would have the only built items there would be for the nursing home people, well, the the pa- the patients, and it'd be like barracks. But they, you see, that's what I was thinking. So I yeah. think that it needs to look very like nursing homes now that
0: are terrible. Like most nursing homes oh, yeah. are just awful, and they're just hallways yeah. with doors on Simple it. pole mm.
2: sheds made of wood with doors, barred windows. Here's your one... I mean, it's close to a prison, but it's a little bit more homely. I, I want to... Yeah, I want to say it's not But it's also prison-like. definitely... It doesn't look like a nursing home inside. Like, there's there's no, like, happy pictures on the wall. There's... I mean, you know, lights... I, I think it would be interesting. If though. there were? If there were, like stickers on the wall I mean yeah wall. you could have a few but like i wouldn't i wouldn't overdo it to the point of where oh this is clearly a nursing home you
0: No know? but i'm just saying like i think the happy imagery around these just shitty awful, awful buildings yeah. would be That's a good really commentary nice. yeah that's a very good commentary like, on Cuz then it's like oh if you just slap a bunch of paint on these shitty ass oh, environments go. It's, happy. it's everyone's happy, happy. everyone's yeah. great yeah. enjoy everything in here Everyone's great and it's just not you know yes. all of these nursing homes are going through renovations but the only thing that they are renovating are surfaces. Yep. The finishes, like, the colors the, 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 the colors, the paints, yeah. everything. Oh, it just looks so bright in here. It's like it's still a shitty
2: environment. Yeah, there's no design. There's in any nothing of it. here. There's your small little room. So, yeah, I, I like that. And that gets back to the, kind of the idea of the Japanese internment camp. I mean, I think we make it literally look like that. It's own. Yeah. And then the the elderly patients have their own small community that they form in there where they have to grow their own food and. They do their own entertainment and rec center and, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's all heavily monitored, obviously, by the militaristic right. operation that's going on. So yeah, it's kind of a weird yeah. Are you thinking that these
0: are actual guards that are walking around or more like nurses?
2: Um I would argue you get both. I would argue that the they're all there working for quote unquote the government, but it is a military operation. And so technically military people Would have higher jurisdiction than even the head scientists. Okay. Mm. I mean, probably not the peons like the privates, but like probably from captain level up would have complete jurisdiction over every single uh, medical scientist there that didn't have, that didn't already hold a military rank. Okay. Mm. Cool. Uh, You know, where it's just like, but we have to do this. He's like, well, I don't care. Like, I'm running this operation and I say this needs to be done by this day. You know, the scientist is like, oh, it can't be done. You don't understand what's going on here. We'll make it work. You know, you get scenes like that, which are classic and fun. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I guess as far as the rest of the design of this whole thing, um, I don't want any other city or town to be seen nearby at all. I want this to be just some... Literal field. So
0: yeah, are we thinking environment
2: like middle plains? Then yeah, mid Midwest, but okay. like not dry and arid, but you know, right. kind of d-
1: deciduous and whatnot here and that there. That makes a lot more sense than the forest clearing that was in my head.
2: That's and I mean yeah. that's and that's fine too. It could it could totally be a forest clearing. I just I I like the visual of watching just nature all decay. Yeah, and, 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 and then just yeah, and then just a around. flat spot yeah. and a big round dome in the center. Yeah, you know, like I, like I that. really like that idea.
1: Mm. Cool. Alright, well, that was design corner. That was a good corner. Let's get back into it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, so we have the environment. We have our pseudo-protagonist. Uh, yep. We have our Protagonist characters. would be a soldier. Guard. Alright, and we have their needs. We have the twins' need to get out, and they don't care Yep. who they hurt mm-hmm. in return. The scientist also wants to get out, but she d- does it carefully, and the guard just wants them all to stay. Where they are and they can't go anywhere.
2: So. Well, maybe. What if the scientist wanted them for medicinal purp? Like he's, you know, talking to like the soldier, like, "Do you have any idea? Like, this could be our cure for cancer. This could be our cure for any disease that has right. ever happened." And then the sci- the guard can then have a cool response of like, "Well, isn't that the same thing? You're keeping people alive for forever, you know." Mm. In a weird way, mm-hmm. it's all about population control. And he's like, if, if we cured every person that had every disease, do you know how many more people there'd be on this planet? Mm. And if these people get out, this earth will truly be a brown blight. There'll be nothing left. We'll be like amoeba. We'll grow over each other and we'll drown in our own yep. filth.
0: Yep. Okay, I, li- I like that. That's a monologue. Because wow. it's... Yeah, because they're not... There's not an evil character in this. Not necessarily. It's, not necessarily. No. They're just... They have different... Opinions. Viewpoints and opinions. Correct.
1: And you that. can't expect everybody to be super altruistic and everything, which is why the twins' motivation makes sense. Right. Yes. Like, why would you want to stay in there? Of course you wouldn't want yeah, to. They, no to one stay. wants to be locked up. Yeah. yeah. They it's they a very simple, a yeah.
2: Very simple MacGuffin. Some people are probably playing you know, like, okay, like I get why they want me here and why I'm locked up. I think most people are. It's I, unfortunate, I That's why. But like I get it. That's why
0: we focus on the twins, because I think that they're the only people in there that are like, fuck this, we're getting out. Like, this is 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 not right, this
2: is unconstitutional, we've done nothing wrong. And I
0: think we get a scene where they're talking to the other patients, like, this is dumb, you know this is dumb, we need to get out. And the other patients are like, yeah, but also, like, we can't do this, because, like, think about the world, Mm -hmm. think about everybody else out there, like... We can't, like, this is fine. We're fine. Look at those happy pictures over there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: And maybe some of the patients are kind of disgusted with what they are now of, of like, you know, like I don't need to sleep anymore. I don't breathe. Oh, I don't shit. hardly even need food as much as I used to, you know, like Do you think somebody tries to kill themselves? I think they they do that or they secretly request permission from one of the scientists or doctors. Again, euthanasia commentary of like please kill me. Just kill me. Just yeah. I don't I've seen I've been here for I've I've had my time. You know, my time right. came and it's up and I know nobody. All of my friends are dead. All of my yeah. family is yeah. dead. And he's like you know know there's there's nothing left out there for me that the technology keeps changing and like you know i i don't know it that's a world i don't know anymore so i would like to to be to leave it if i could you know yeah and then you you, again you kind of have that idea of like is this right is this not right and at the end of the idea that was the big question i asked myself is what does it mean to be human and what if i had a disease that took part of that humanity away and i think a big part of being human is that everything is finite. There's only so much yeah. time you have on this earth. And suddenly when you have all the time, it, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Right. That is very interesting. Oh. Ooh, metaphors. Metaphors galore. <laughs> yeah. So, although that's the next part of this this whole, I think we have a nice uh, first act.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, they're all, they all have their wants and needs. They're all, I think, going at it a different way. I think the twins are like just hacking a hatching a plan. Scientist is researching, just researching what this disease is, how we can use it, yeah. what all these people are, and the guard is just keeping everybody in. So basically. then, the two
2: ways I see this movie ending would be: we get to the middle part where, um, uh, like, you know the character, the main character goes to a, a cataclysm of something bad and then he has to fix and change it, which gets to the third act of the movie or whatever whatever yeah. film structure you're going off of. But the two ways I see this ending is either all of a sudden the guard's like, oh shit, I got it. I'm not going to die now. And now he doesn't want anyone to know that he has it.
1: Oh, oh. and now the twins' motivation makes a little more yeah. sense.
2: Yeah, so maybe now he's he's trying to help everyone get out or he doesn't get it at all and, you know, the twins do succeed in part of their planet and they've escaped and now it's like a manhunt a la the fugitive out in the woods trying to find these two people, you know, etc. I don't know. Where, where do you guys see this movie going?
0: I, so I saw it very differently and I saw it as the scientist finds out that this disease isn't contagious. Oh, and, and it's it,
2: just these people? And
0: everybody knew that the government knew that and everybody outside of this camp just hates these people like X-Men basically. <laughs> oh, I see. That's interesting. And they just, they basically like the altruistic nature in them was like, we just need to get these people safe because mm. all of these people are just like, they're murdering them because I, just, that's interesting. I was yeah. going to play
2: off of the idea that like, The paranoia and the fear of, like, we found these old people that we realize are not going to die. Are there more elsewhere that we don't know about? Right. Like, I'm playing off of the idea of, like, nobody knows about this yet. We need to keep this under wraps. And because nobody Mm. knows, we have total control and total deniability. If we murder all these ageless people out here, no one can know no one will ever find out there won't be any exposé no one will question us because no one will know we have complete and other control but we have to keep that like this very very early onset like we found out that these people weren't dying about a month ago and now we have to and deal now with we it. have to deal with and it no news organization knows no public member knows no one knows this camp exists nothing okay
0: hmm. so i i kind of like that too cuz it's it's along the same lines I think that they are telling him that they're contagious. I think yes. the scientists The scientists are was, probably
2: explaining that to the patients, like you're contagious. No, no, I think the the lead scientist,
0: I I I want her to be I I want her not to
2: know, because I don't want her to be evil.
0: Like oh, I sure. I think the evil scientist is a trope that we no, always go I, to. I would
2: I would imagine she's caring and very democratic about how she, you know, makes her decisions. Right. And so
0: cause she has this disease too. And so i think she didn't know about it and then she's been researching and researching and somebody has been going in there and kind of sabotaging it a little bit when she's almost at the brink of finding out that it's not contagious mm-hmm. and then she does find out it's not contagious and she goes to the head garden she's like what the fuck like what are <laughs> what, <is laughs> what are we this? doing here? what are we yeah. doing here
2: and then we find out and then we f- we find out that either we're using these people for our own gain as far as medical research. And then after that, we expose of them kind of thing. Because what would you do? Yeah. You wouldn't. The government would never pay money to keep these people alive. You probably can't weaponize agelessness. But you probably could make some wonderful vaccines for your own private armies. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. there's all sorts of new things we can learn from it. And then afterwards, like I said, if these people reproduce, this is a blight on the world. We have to kill all of them. We can't let anyone know.
0: Do you think somebody does reproduce? Do you think
2: that there's a child in oh, this? Oh, that'd be adds? interesting. Maybe two elderly people and I, then like, I think
1: there might be like if there was a, an attempt at like sterilization or something, sure. That would be a good like high point in the movie. Well, because theoretically then they, they don't get one. All these
2: people are super old, and as we know of age, that's one thing that eventually kind of goes away is your ability to reproduce. Yeah, it's all dust maybe, at some point. But maybe they still can. Huh. And then right. maybe uh, someone finds that out. Oh, that'd be really interesting. Life. Find finds a way. Life. Uh, uh, life uh, finds, <laughs> a way. finds a way. Well, oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I, I like that idea is that they're all led to believe it's contagious. Turns out it's not. And it's the twins' child. No, I'm <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: it's
1: implicit, Austin.
2: <laughs>
0: implicit. <laughs> Well, now I'm... Because I want the child to break out of this camp and
2: leave it. I want a dark ending. I want the you child wanted, to not live. Because okay. no one in their right mind... Unless you want the the last Christopher Nolan ending where everything is burning and dead. And all of a sudden like, there's this crying baby that someone mysteriously picks up and walks <laughs> off with. <laughs>
1: Who
0: who are we rooting for in this?
2: Uh, are
0: we rooting for
1: the twins? That's see, and that's kind of gotten muddy here in the last part. I'm and that's not the
2: pure. F- that's <laughs> the fun part, I think, of this is I don't know if you need a traditional Hollywood, I'm the good guy, they're the bad guy. Mm. No, I know, but like even like Who are we as the audience who are, who rooting for? Who are we the for? audience rooting? Because
0: in in these slasher movies it ends up being usually the slasher which they're not good they're sure. not like oh here i come to save the day i we're think still we're rooting still
2: for rooting them. for the the uh the guards even though yes like this we is a are really this is a fun part to complicate because at the end of the day i mean these people if we show that they made a baby and they can reproduce still at this age then in theory this could still overpopulate earth it's the idea of how like if two really smart people only have one child and then two like really not smart people have 30 children and they're all raised in poverty and they all grow up to these horrible lifestyles and end up doing awful things, now you have 10 awful people to the ratio of one good person. So in theory, like in my mind mathematically, I'm like, well, if they all start reproducing crazily for whatever reason and we have these ageless people living on earth, it's a slum. It's, it's the amoebas in, in the glass petri jar. They overgrow it and earth, is, it's all gone. It's already going to be all gone with you know the way we live now. If we continue our, have you seen that
1: UN climate report? Yeah, Yikes. yeah, <laughs> uh,
2: that's so. Gross. This is only going to make that condition Depressing. worse, right? So I think that's at the end of the day, I, and because okay. maybe maybe one of the twins because they're crotchety and they want to get out of there and they're like, I don't care, like I'm older than everybody. Isn't that the thing Isn't that the birthright Is that the oldest Should get all these re- The respect and I, all this Well I, I should get More resources If I need them kind I think of thing. the
0: twins Are under the assumption As Magneto is In the fact that This is where Humanity is heading Yeah uh, This exactly. is why This is
1: why we did this exactly. We are the new humans and, we, and and we cull those That we need to and Because we if we have to Kill off some people To keep the petri dish From overflowing Then that's what we do Basically Right <laughs> And, and maybe, then they decide
2: That they should become the new law they're the new they act as their own death and they decide when people should be living and so and dying they, i in think that they
0: society. so they find out that i mean the scientist tells everyone i mean they're not contagious sure. or whatever so there are riots only half of them let's say the magneto half is like we are the new one like we need to get out but i think the scientist is still like i just no. don't know I think, I think the scientist is like, I have
2: no idea what we're doing. I don't well, know. Well, because the scientist could be like, there's still so much we don't know about this. There yeah. could be other factors that we can't even see right now that are going to change everything else out there. From, from our nature to our fauna to our flora, everything. If suddenly, if all the trees and all the birds and all the cats and the dogs, if nothing aged and nothing died... I think... What would happen? Okay. Hmm. Maybe Here. it's not human contagious, but yep. maybe it can jump to animals or plants. Oh, I, like AIDS monkeys. I, I, oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> like
1: those <laughs> terrifying
2: AIDS monkeys. <laughs> Oof. I, God. So I
0: think... Okay, I have an idea for the ending. I think this sect of Magneto people, <laughs> they, they break out. I think, I think the head guard dies. I think the head guard dies. They kill him. <gasps> They break out. You mean
1: the initial protagonist?
0: Yep. I think they, which is why, I mean, we're kind of rooting for him, so we actually feel for that. He's lawful good. Yeah. And we, <laughs> he dies. They break out. They go away. And all we're left with is like a small group of them and the scientists just being like, what the fuck just happened? And they're just, they just want to stay there because they still want to figure it out. But they're just like, this is all chaos. And they just left. And we're, now we're. We're all that's left
2: in this camp. Oh, sure. Huh. And yeah. they just want to live in their own cordoned society? Well, no, they, she just wants to figure out. She wants to figure out more of what's, what this disease actually is. So then are the twins dead? Because I feel like the twins are going to be like, I don't care if you want to figure this out. We're gone. Oh, yeah. No, they left. I think oh, they so left. They, they got back to society? They led the breakout? Yeah. They led the breakout. Huh. We don't know what happens after maybe a sequel. Who knows? I don't know. If they get out, and I'm the scientist, I'm like, there's no reason in understanding it anymore, because I'm just going to watch it happen, basically. They're about to interact with everything. Hmm. Yeah, but you still, like, things,
0: things, scientists still figure out what's happening in the world, and it's still happening, you know? No,
2: I I get it. I get it. It's just, I feel like the agency to figure it out would leave me at that point. I wouldn't be like, I need to figure this out tomorrow or yesterday. Well,
0: maybe that's what we end, maybe we just see her just like now what now what yeah what? what's gonna happen I don't know you wanted a dark ending right
2: that's true
0: cause we just don't know We and honestly we don't know at that point we're like we're happy that they got out because this is a, kind of an internment camp but we were also kind of
2: rooting for the guard, the guard because and he is trying to keep died. order and this justice. Would, this would be
1: good though because it'll be it'll be they they get out and and you think ah that's it that's the end of the movie and it'll be just like uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane because then all of a sudden oops it's an alien oh, spaceship God. and they have a gun. Nope, none of that. <laughs> no, none of that. Cut that scene.
0: Because I was thinking in that last scene because we are the scientists. We as the audience are the
2: scientists. I we're thought we left. as the, uh, the audience were the guard.
0: See, I, I don't know. I guess I looked at us as a scientist and like, you're what? both wrong. The audience is the twins. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I just like, I feel like we're the scientists because this end, the, it happens. And we're just left being like, I don't know who to root for. I don't know who I'd like. I think, I I think
2: you're the guard because once the guard's dead, you're like, oh shit, that was all my investment. Where is my investment now? Because it's gone. Yeah, there is no hope left. It's gone. The mm. guy keeping order is gone. The guy who was trying to keep order is gone. There is no more order. Order has left. Order is gone, symbolically.
0: Yeah, I guess. I feel like I'm just like my D and D character. I'm more, <laughs> yeah, Or more. I'm, I feel like I'm more chaotic good
2: because I. That's I, fair. I, I just looked at. I this. still want the guard to die. I know. Okay, that's a good yes. idea. I think that's. I think that's a. I think that's a good. And I think you could do it to where it's not even the twins that kill him. Maybe maybe it's the scientist or something else. I don't know. I, I or feel maybe like he I, just dies in the the chaos that is them breaking out. You know, that's true too. Yeah, he could be like slowly breathing, and then like you just have one of the old people just watching him slowly fade away, and that person isn't breathing and just watching him uh, oh, laborly so, breathe. Oh, yeah, like that, that's oh, a creepy oh, end. Yeah. Oof. Just slowly Uh, watching I forgot that they didn't breathe. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: such a good point. That they don't breathe. That's so good. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I like that then, is that we find out it's not contagious, which really sparks then the uprising. The uprising happens, it succeeds, and our protagonist uh, fails. And the world is now changed forever. And we don't see that change because we just cut to black. Right. Hmm. But yeah, and I, I, I like it too,
0: just because yeah maybe our protagonist died, but like I'm not like I'm not particularly sad, no, I mean, because like, like these people were still taken I think you
2: to root camp. you root for the guard, but you empathize with the prisoners, right, because mm. at the end of the day, like you don't root for magneto, but you understand exactly where he's coming from, right, so I think that's the exact same thing we're going for, sure, yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah. like, maybe that could be the, the, as the movie is ending, as the guard just like laying there like breathing out slowly and it cuts to black and you just hear his labored breathing and then it stops and then the credits start going. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. That's good.
1: I like that we're going with the Magneto ending. That's good. <laughs> the Magneto ending. <laughs>
2: You've chosen Magneto <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yes.
1: All right. Well, awesome. Cool. I think, uh, I think we've got a movie, boys. All right. What say we cast it? See. Cue the music. And we're back. And uh, we've got some nice casting choices lined up for you guys. Uh oh, yeah. Let's say we start with uh, our favorite lawful good, the security guard. Ooh, keeping things nice and secure. Um, so for mine,
2: I picked something that I've already picked before, but... It's fine because, you know, I'm casting
1: it. So, Uh, you know what? It's my casting. I can do what I want.
2: (laughs) I wanted some guy that you're like, oh, yeah, that could totally be a guy who would do this. Like, I didn't want anything kind of out of left field because I felt the more you can connect and identify with, oh, that makes sense that he would be this role, the more you can identify with the protagonist. That's so boring, Nate. It's a little boring. It's a little boring. But I also (laughs) wanted to pick someone with a high dramatic range, and I wanted to pick someone who could give off that authoritative, like, I am in charge, you will do this. I love
1: both a character and a TV with a good high dynamic range. Right?
2: (laughs) Right? So, yeah. (laughs) I, I chose what
1: HD stood for HDR, high HDR. dynamic range. Oh, high dynamic
2: range. Okay. That's right. Wow.
1: Works so for cameras, too. Something we were new every day. That's right. <laughs> HDR. HD just stands for high definition. High definition. That's right. Yeah.
2: R is range. <laughs> I'm <Rain>. done. <laughs> And the range, I think, usually the has to do with you? colors. That's, yeah,
1: it's like uh, really good darks and really good lights. high definition
2: is just like, it's crisp. Yeah. The lines That's are just. That's just resolution. Yeah, resolution. Whereas Jeez. range is, yeah, the colors, the blackest blacks, the yellowest yellows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I know that was. Anyway. Um, <laughs> technical talk. So I, uh, oh, for based my on
1: character. Shit joke. Yeah.
2: I chose John Ham. Nice. Hey, you know yeah, what? Any movie boring. that has John
1: Hamm in it, I'm i in. I mean uh, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I mean, that's the it, thing it, is it, like it, it, I could have replaced good.
2: him with yeah. any white male leading actor these days and they'd be fine. But like I do like John Ham's commanding personality when he wants to be. Like when he yells at people in Mad Men, he really yells, and like even I as a viewer from many miles away from the screen, I'm terrified of getting yelled at by someone like that. So
1: hmm.
2: yeah. nice. That was my pick.
1: boring as it may be yeah well it works (laughs) john's gotta work too (laughs)
0: he's gotta work too
1: uh austin how about what you got
0: all right so i did the scientist and she is going to be played by helen mirren
2: Ooh, Mm. that's really interesting given her age well she's one of the the people she has oh she's one of the ageless okay
0: i see um but i mean also helen mirren is not like i mean she's not like super super old so that's why i enjoyed casting her too and she's she's gonna bring gravitas oh gosh yeah she has a
1: certain amount of gravitas yes
0: exactly exactly that's right um it's true so yeah so there's our oscar buzz for this yeah there's some real oscar (laughs) yeah (laughs) um
1: okay i guess that just leaves me and uh who's left to cast but the twins um So I chose um, two people, as you might know. Um, I hope that you understand who I'm picking here and where they're coming from. They are uh, Patrick Wilson and uh, Carla Gugino. I'm not saying that right. Patrick Wilson. uh, Austin, do you know who Patrick Wilson is? Nope. Nope. Patrick
2: Wilson is in the Watchmen movie as Night Owl, and he's in those Conjuring movies as the dad character.
1: Yeah, he's Ed or whatever. Ed
2: Warren, that's right. And then he'll be in Aquaman as uh, Ocean Master.
1: I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. Um, and then uh, Carla Gugino is, um, is the like the main character in Gerald's game. Yes, oh! re- recency bias. Um, okay. She's also the Silk Spectre in Watchmen. Um,
2: <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> that's really interesting.
1: And she's also a lot of bit parts in other movies, and I'm thinking, she needs better roles. Sure. Why, why not have me give that role to her as a benevolent <laughs> castor <right>.
2: <laughs> You could be wearing pounds of makeup, but you're working. <laughs> oh
1: Listen, honey, I want you to wear low-cut shirts every scene. <laughs> oh, my God. It's
2: for your career. you love it. That's right. <laughs> Big old Hollywood oh doing the right thing from the beginning of... Oh. The reviews will be stellar. You're going to be a star. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. I, I like that. I like Sweet. Cast.
1: All right. I think, I think that's everything.
2: That I is. think so.
1: Thanks Back for listening, all. everybody. Um, be sure to uh, rate and review us on like, Apple Podcasts and iTunes and uh, any of your podcatchers. Uh, Everywhere. Uh, all of rate them. Rate us. Um, and also, if, uh, if you haven't told your friends about this podcast, tell your friends about this podcast. You're listening. yeah. You, you know it's really good. Tell
2: your pets at this point. Tell anybody. <laughs> get your dog to listen get your to dog this podcast.
1: Listening. You know if you're gonna, if you're going to if you're going to head out to work, you're going to go off uh for the day and you know they need a little company. Turn on this podcast. Uh and we'll we'll oh, help yeah.
2: them. They'll be like people are still
1: here somewhere, but I
2: can't find them.
1: <laughs> and then they don't get all worried. Yep. Exactly. Um you can find us at Twitter, Gmail and Instagram. Uh find us at Cinemarks. Not Karl Marx. That's Cinema R-C-H-S uh, at Twitter, Gmail, and uh, at Instagram. Um, all of our music also comes from Nike Schneid. And you can find his stuff at SoundCloud.com slash Nike Schneid. That should do it for all our plugs. Um, it's been a good episode, boys.
2: Yeah. 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 Sounds good.
1: For Cinema Architects, I've been Robbie. I'm Austin. I'm Nate. And we'll see you next time. bye we